ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to another episode of In the Mind of Madness. Welcome back, everybody. It's been about two months. Um, I needed a little bit of a break, some time to regroup, reorganize, uh, get my head straight, and um, just figure out some shit in general. So, it's basically been a crazy two months. Uh, My last episode was on July 17th. I decided at that point that I was going to take a little bit of a mental break, um, some shit going on in life that sometimes you just need to, to decompress. I needed to take a little bit of a vacation, um, with all the shit going on, the pandemic and all the other good shit, um, and bad shit that's, that's been going on the last couple months, (laughs) some crazy stuff, some news announcements, um, I just kind of needed to take a step back for a little bit, um, gather my thoughts, gather my head a little bit, um, and just kind of evaluate things a little. You need that once in a while. It's Everybody should do it. You know, you need that time where you just kind of go, you know what, I'm going to take a, take a moment, if, I, if you can, um, and, you know, take a step back. And with not working... Um, like everybody, it's, you know, been really hard to find jobs and people are waiting for the jobs to call them back. I, unfortunately, my job didn't call me back because let's face it, you know, podcasting is a job, but I also have a job out there like everybody else. I was working a nine to five job, um, busting my ass. Um, and unfortunately with this pandemic, um, we shut down. And they never called me back for work. Uh, they never called me back or a couple of the other guys I work with. Um, so I've been in contact with them for the most part. Um, so we've kind of been taking it in stride. It's just one of those things. It's life. Life just you know throws your curveball. When one door closes, this is the philosophy I've always loved by. When one door closes, another one opens. Sometimes two open. Sometimes 12 open. It all varies on the way you look at things. It's perspective in life. And these are lessons we all need to learn. So I've taken it in stride. And I just, you know, did the thing. I'm like, you know what? I've been looking for work. Can't find anything. Nobody's hiring because everything going on. You know, the numbers for COVID are up and down, fucking sideways, upside down. So it's been like crazy. So, um... We've talked about my health conditions before, so it's been like it's been a little weird trying to um, do certain things, and you know I worry about where I'm, I am working, who I'm working for, because certain people aren't taking it seriously. Um, I love the videos on YouTube lately of the fucking idiots who don't want to wear a goddamn mask. That that's fucking stupid. You're, you're putting, you know, yeah, granted, you don't want to, whatever. You you don't care. You think it's a hoax. You think it's a fucking made-up thing. Um, that just proves that you are basically, you don't care about those around you. I don't like wearing a mask. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm one of those people who, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't. You know, if it wasn't fucking contagious and I don't have to worry about... Uh, People around me who are elderly and people around me who are younger, I wouldn't do it. 
I wouldn't wear a mask if I didn't have to. But because my health conditions, and I do have elderly family members who I visit on a regular basis, um, I, I choose to wear one. Um, and I have a respect for other people. I make sure I have it with me. The thing that gets me, which I don't know how many people have ever noticed this. So I like to drive. I do like to take car trips. Um, <clears throat> that was really the only thing to do during this whole thing was to go out for drives a lot of times because, you know, you're in your car, you're not around people. Um, and it's always great. Of course, you got to do the normal shit, food shop and all that stuff and be safe and social distance. <clears throat> but the funniest thing is I'd be driving down the road and I get my I don't put my mask on until I get out of my vehicle. And if I'm going into a store, going into a, 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 like a place where you're required to have one. So I go into the fucking, I'm driving down the road one day and I just start seeing these people. I just started observing things. You ever notice that fucking people wear masks in their cars? It's, it's great. You don't have to wear a mask in your car when you're by yourself. Or if you're with a family member or like your significant other or whatever. Unless like they have like the virus or are not feeling well. That's the only time. I mean, uh, you've all I've had juice box on the show. This poor son of a bitch has been tested four times for COVID. He's been negative every fucking time, but both of his parents have had it. So, you know, he, he's, he's dodged a fucking bullet with this shit, but I feel bad for him because the test is not fucking fun. You have to have a cotton swab shoved up to your brain. Um, and they pretty much swab your brain to make sure that you don't have the COVID. Um, but it's, it's really funny. Like he had to get tested four times. So, you know, his mom got it and his dad got it, but he didn't. They're in the same household. They interact with each other. He literally just dodged a bullet. Um, you know, because he'd have been one of these people who has, he does have underlying health conditions and he's trying to rectify those right now. And I give him props for that because he's actually, um, uh, he's losing weight, which is awesome. Uh, so we, uh, <laughs> we literally joked with him about that situation. Um, but yeah, he's doing the right thing. He's okay. He's, he's, he's funny because like, he's like, fuck, he goes, I, four times I get tested, four times comes up negative, but he's got a quarantine 14 days every fucking time. So it, it literally is, if you don't understand how the testing works, so you got to basically, if there's a, if you're suspected that you have COVID, you have to go get tested. Then you have to wait 14 days, um, usually five days for the results. But they also want, if you do come up positive, you have to quarantine for 14 days. So it, passes through your system and then you have to go get tested a second time to make sure that you still don't have it so he got tested because he came up negative had a quarantine um for 14 days got the results had to go back for another test make sure he didn't have it goes back for the second test doesn't have it his father gets it mom started it so then his mom and him were clear father gets it Mom and him have to go get tested again. He gets tested a, four, a third time, still comes up negative. So has to quarantine again because he's been around somebody. So he, he finally goes after the 14 days, gets his fourth test done. 
um, it comes up negative again. So, listen, I mean, here's somebody who's in, I know personally, who's in close, close proximity of two people who tested positive for COVID and didn't get it. Why? Grace of God. Um, dumb luck. Um, made a deal with the devil. I don't know, but it's, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, we, and we joke about it now. Um, update for all you guys who are following the D the D and D shit. Um, we just finished up our campaign with juice box on Saturday. Um, so yeah, that went swimmingly, uh, rookie threw him for a fucking curveball and they beat him on a fucking dispel roll. So that completely ended the fucking game uh, because it was like a big boss thing and it was a magic uh, creature. Anybody who follows D&D shit. So um, we are either jumping into a new campaign starting this Saturday or we are picking up with our Ravenloft campaign, which I'm lovingly uh, can't wait for to torture everybody because I'm having a field day running the damn thing. So uh, news while I was away... um, you know, it sucks when you, you, um, you're, I'm a big movie person. Everybody, I've talked about this guys multiple times. Um, you know, we lost, uh, we lost a very brilliant young actor, um, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, he, he fought the good fight with, uh, with cancer. Um, unfortunately, uh, cancer won. Um, and it's a shame. It really is. He was, uh, such a great actor and he was uh, such a, a, a good humanitarian um, with the uh, groups he was involved with with uh, going to see like everybody else in the in in the Marvel you know like um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and uh, Christopher Pratt and they all go to like the children's hospitals dressed in costume and character and visit these kids who are sick and dying and you know uh, he was big with, with that and big supporting charities. Um, and he got diagnosed uh, right before Black Panther 3 with uh, with cancer. Uh, I mean, Black Panther 3. Black Panther, the original, the first one, um, before um, they they started the filming and everything. And, and he pushed through it. And he was getting excited. Um, I followed him. I still do, actually, on Twitter and Instagram. And... Literally, his videos are very, we're doing, during this whole pandemic, were very uplifting because he would, you know, he would go on there and, and do these video clips and just be like, you know, we got to do this, we're in it together, wear your mask, wash your hands. You know, it was always great seeing these guys and they were trying to keep people motivated with different things like Tom Holland and uh, Ryan Reynolds doing stuff and um, Hugh Jackman. Um, but yeah, everybody, Robert Downey Jr., all, everybody was trying to be positive and stay positive. And as much as, you know, it, it's a it's a big loss, he kept it a secret from everybody because he didn't want people to judge him base, based on the fact that he had cancer and that it was, um, it was an issue that he was struggling with um, because it's, it's cancer. Let me tell you something. Cancer is not a fucking fun thing. Um, I lost one, I lost two family members from it personally. Uh, I have a third person right now who's uh, terminal, um, stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's not cool. Like it's literally, 
you see these people day in and day out and you realize that this 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 tumor this this disease inside their body that just started for some reason is just basically killing them from the inside out and it's it's horrible i mean my uncle has gone for treatment and unfortunately the treatment didn't didn't take um and now we've pretty much got to make him as comfortable as possible um with the short time that we have left with him so you know we're trying to do the right thing and that's pretty much been the last couple of months with with my life on the outside since i let you guys in a little bit here and there um so it's just been a little difficult you know um doing all this and trying to just i needed i needed some decompression time so that's pretty much what it is but but chadwick boseman is going to be missed um i'm really hoping that marvel does the right thing and they they um they don't recast him for anything uh, or recast black panther um have the mantle passed down to like one of the other actors in the movie like like the girl who plays his sister or um, somebody else in the franchise um, because it would be a shame to recast him. Um, he's he's done so much for the character. He made it his own. Um, he had people so excited about it. And he himself was excited about it. He was actually like looking forward to starting a production of Black Panther 2. So, uh, yeah, we lost a really good uh, a good guy there. Uh, a great actor, brilliant young man. Um, so, uh, and they're also everybody saying, you know, uh, rest in power, which is interesting because, you know, he was T'Challa. He embodied that. And now anytime you think of Black Panther, you think about Chadwick Boseman. And it's like, he's like, wow, he took that character. It's like Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. Like nobody else could play that role. Um, so yeah, so pretty much, um, you know, it, it, it sucks, um, because of the way he was, he left and he just, he left a legacy of, you know, what else could he have done? And that's what a lot of people are going to ask themselves over the years when you rewatch like Avengers and uh, Winter Soldier and even Black Panther. I mean, you know, you're going to go, wow, he, what else could he have done? with this character or this franchise or this company in order to, you know, but unfortunately we'll never get it. And he's been in a, a couple other movies. Um, and it's great because you, you have, he has a catalog. So it's not like there is, um, not like a, a bunch of movies to watch. He was just in, uh, well, before the pandemic started, he was supposed to be in Tenant. And I think the other one was 21 Bridges, which I was looking forward to seeing um, because <laughs> it's just interesting how some of these movies and these actors transition where you see him in one movie and you're like, wow, he's like really awesome. And then you go to watch uh, something else because you see a trailer for it or you see this um, this amazing acting job and you're just like I want to see what he can do next I want to see what else you know he's in that will um strike my interest and you know <clears throat> he was in of course he was in Infinite War um 
He was in Civil War. He was in Black Panther. Um, he's in, uh, yeah, 21 Bridges, um, which I want to see, which was supposed to come, uh, which either came out, I'm looking right now. Um, yeah, it's a man. Uh, anybody who was in 21 Bridges, uh, an embattled NYPD detective, Chadwick Boseman, uh, thrust into a citywide manhunt for a pair of cop killers. They're uncovering a massive and unexpected conspiracy. Basically, they shut... The reason why it's called 21 Bridges is they shut all 21 Bridges down in New York City to catch these guys. Um, it looks very cool. And you just find out, basically, like... The trailer looks awesome. If you want, check it out. It's on IMDb. It's just my favorite place to go for shit. So, um, yeah, it came out uh, November 22nd, 2019. So, I actually missed it when it came out in theaters. Um, and I'm waiting to catch it on Netflix because it, it's just one of those movies I want to fucking watch. Um, but he's in, uh, the five bloods and that was supposed to come out this year in 2020. I think it's got pushed back. Um, but yeah, he's, he's literally has been good. He was in gods of Egypt too. He was, uh, in that movie in 2016. But he's got a very, he's got some great movies. He was in 42 as Jackie Robinson, um, Draft Day, uh, Get On Up as James Brown. Um, so it literally, he, he does have some movies he left behind, which he was a very, very brilliant actor in. Um, but you're gonna, you're literally, it's a shame because we lost somebody who, there's so much more we could have we could have seen like Black Panther, you know, for him to see him take uh, T'Challa and Black Panther and just go with it, um, you know, it, it is a shame. I mean, that he did he did die so young, and the fact that, and I'm calling him young. I mean, he's 43. He's pretty much a year older than I am, um, but he doesn't look it. I mean, the last video I watched that he posted on his Twitter and Instagram, he was very emaciated, but a lot of actors go through that. I mean, you know, in between shooting and filming and all that stuff, and it's just, it's a shame. So, uh, you know, my uh, my sympathy goes out to his family and, and everybody, um, if, if they ever hear this. Um, but, yeah, so we, I do have a heart. I do care about, you know, these actors who... who are very, you know, uplifting. The ones that don't, honestly, you, you have two types of actors. You have the ones like Chadwick Boseman and, and some of these other guys who are very involved with these charities and these research programs and all this, this, this very good work that they, this humanitarian work that they do. But then you have actors who are just fucking stuck up assholes. And those are the guys who, they're like a footnote in movie history. Um, but yeah, so... Staying with movies, because I don't want to jump around and get yelled at. Um, I am a big, big movie buff. Everybody, we've talk, I've talked about it constantly. So, growing up, there was a movie that came out called Dune. It's now like a cult film. Anybody who does not cult, as in like, you know, we're starting a religious cult, we're going to take over the world. No, cult, cult movies. So, cult movies, uh, for definition, are... Movies that don't really draw a big box office, but 
or not popular when they're in theaters, but when they get released on like home on DVD and Blu-ray, they take off because there's people who like them who go out and get them and watch them over and over again. Dune is one of those movies, and it was pretty much at an 80, 1984 when it came out um, was pretty star-studded. You had guys like the fucking Sting was in it. Um, hopefully, I'm on the right fucking Dune page. Uh, so, yeah, so Sting was in it, um, you had Jurgen now. hopefully I'm, uh, pronouncing his name right, uh, but he was one of the characters in it, um, you had Patrick Stewart, you had Sting, you had, uh, Dean Stockwell, Max Von Shadow, Max Von Shadow, um, Sean Young, um, you know, the, you had, um, uh, Kyle MacLachlan. So the movie came out with all these famous people in it. It was very star studded for the most part. A lot of them had little parts. Uh, a lot of them had big parts. It's a four fucking hour. Well, I don't think it's four hours. It felt like it was four hours when I watched, used to watch it all the time. Um, but yeah, it was literally, I love the movie. I will watch it every time it's on. So, it came out in December 3rd, 1984 in the U.S. That was the premiere. Um, and then it came out December 14th worldwide, um, for the most part. But I, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. I was too young. Um, I was like five. <laughs> so, um, but it literally is just one of those movies. So, runtime, the special edition is three hours and ten minutes. The runtime for the standard edition is two hours and 17 minutes. And the runtime for the extended cut is two hours and 57 minutes. I happen to own the special edition. So, I've watched Dune for three hours. Um, It is just one of those movies that just has so much going on in it. So, I was very excited when I heard that they were making another Dune. I was like, oh my god, Dune, D-U-N-E, not Doom, D-O-O-M. Two different movies. One's with The Rock, one's not. Um, so, even this one, I just was looking up the cast before when I was uh, watched the trailer again. Um, so, you got guys like Jason, Jason Momoa is in the new Dune that's coming out. Um next year uh so it's jason momoa josh brolin dave batista stellan skarsgård anybody who doesn't know who stellan skarsgård is he is the um doctor from thor in and uh the avengers um oscar isaacs if you don't know who oscar isaacs is you've been living under a rock for the last couple years um let's see who else is in here um but yeah, there's literally, so there's off the top is just five fucking huge names. So, um, it literally is one of those things where it, it might launch careers for some of these guys. You know, that's, that's Dune was one of those movies that like just fucking destroyed people's careers because they literally like, oh my God, here's an actor who was in this movie and he's versatile. Um, 
but it was one of those movies where, you know, it, it's just, it's very involved, where there's a lot going on. And the movie is actually based off of a book by Frank Herbert. Um, Frank Herbert, the novel, had written, has written multiple um, Dune, Dune books. So basically... He wrote Dune. He wrote Children of Dune. He wrote Dune the Sisterhood. He wrote um, Dune Messiah. Like, he wrote this series, and he he was just like, oh my god, it was like amazing. I've read all of the books except for, I think, Messiah, because Messiah got a little weird towards the middle of the book. But um, it was just very, 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 like, interesting. The, the way it worked. Um, they, they've they done um, all kinds of different series for it. So they they did the novel, which came out in 84, the movie. Um, they did, basically did Dune 2, The Building of a Destiny, which was a video game. Um, it was based off the novel directly. Dune, the video game, Dune 2000. I played the video game, Dune 2000, which wasn't bad. It was kind of like, um, um, shit. Um, what's the fucking game? It was kind of like Civilization, um, where you, and, and Starcraft, where you made units and, and Warcraft, where you made your units and you made soldiers and, and stuff like that and sent them to attack, you know, other places. Um, and you did areas and shit like that and you had a mine for your resources, but no. Dune is, in my eyes, it's a very... It's one of those cult-following movies, so I was very excited to hear about it when it was... Uh, when they basically... I popped up one day looking for something on a trivia question, and uh, I, I was like, oh my God, they're making another Dune. Like, that's fucking great. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um, nobody has to follow my opinion because, hey, listen, fucking opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. But it's just one of those things where... You know, it's it's another movie like Tron. So, Tron came out. That was a fucking amazing movie. It took them fucking 20 years to release the second one, Tron Legacy. Um, and then they released Tron Uprising. So, everybody was like, oh my god, like, Tron was such a great movie. Um, and literally, it, it's another one. It's a cult movie. It was a financial disaster. But... Listen, there's people who still like it. Tron came out in 82. I actually, like, that was the, like, I had that Disney movie. I used to, I I actually, was one of the Disney movies, I actually burned up my VHS tape from playing it so much. Um, So, Tron came out in 82. Dune Legacy came out in 2010. So, let's do a little math here. So, 82, 92 is 10 years. 2002 is 20 years. So, it took 28 years for them to make another Tron movie. Supposedly, there's rumors, because the internet is oh so beautiful, um, there is actually rumors that there is going to be a Tron 3. Um, but, th- listen, there was rumors for fucking 20 years that there was going to be a Tron 2, so... Um, whatever they do with it, hopefully before like Bruce Boxleitner gets any older, um, they do make another one, which would be interesting to see what happens after Legacy. Um, but 
I will believe it once I see and hear other announcements. Um, but they already, you know, the, the writer actually said he, he can work on a script. He, he would like to make another Tron. Um, but again, it comes up to Disney. It's their entity and they can do what they want with it. Um, so the other cool news that com- came out for the, the movie slash TV universe or streaming services is Mandalorian. So Mandalorian second season's coming out. Um, I'm excited for it because I I like Star Wars. I've mentioned this multiple times. Um, and it's just one of those things where, hey, listen, this shit's coming out. I want to fucking see it. I'm going to see it. I watched The Mandalorian every week, which I love the way Disney does that. Disney does that. It's great that they drop the episodes every week on the same day. Um, because it is just one of the greatest things ever because I I like binge watching shows like everybody else but listen when you have to wait a week it draws you in especially when they how they cliffhanger the episodes um ooh, they actually fucking put up that there's going to be a third season already um but yeah so I am looking forward to it so the first episode for the Mandalorian drops on October 30th um Mischief Night for some, Devil's Night for others, depending on where you live, um, the day before Halloween, so which is awesome, um, and that's just going to be literally so cool, so I will literally definitely report on that once I watch it, I won't give any spoilers out for it, because I don't like to do that, I don't like when people ruin shit for me, and I don't want to ruin shit for anybody else, um, it's weekly, which is cool. Um, I'm waiting for, of course, Lucifer, the rest of the season to drop uh, for season five. Um, they are coming out supposedly with another chapter for the Ch- Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I am looking forward to because I watched the whole series um, during the pandemic because, hey, listen, when you got nothing else to do, watch the series. Um, just started watching The Witcher a couple nights ago. Um so almost done with that. I think I got two episodes left or three episodes left. Um, and I'm very, very interesting. Just, I like how they transition from the novel to the book to, uh, from the novel to the video game to the actual, like I, I, series, I guess you would call it. Cause it's not really a TV show, but I'm also looking forward. I'm also one of those people looking forward to, uh, one, the WandaVision show and a couple of the other shows they're doing on Disney Plus um, because it's just interesting how they're trying to they're trying to build a universe and they're trying to build up Star Wars so like Mandalorian I'm looking forward to because it's filling in it's filling in what happened after Return of the Jedi so it this literally takes place like within a year I think like three years after Return of the Jedi or um, something like that. But it's literally, it's it's very interesting just how this works. Um, John Favreau is a goddamn genius. Anybody who doesn't know who he is, um, he he's actually, he plays Happy in Iron Man. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's a director and he's the creator. Um, but it's just... It, he's amazing just his ideas 
um, how he wants to do stuff. Literally how you um, understand things and, and how he sees things and visions things. It's amazing to watch these guys work. And there's a thing on Disney Plus about the Mandalorian, like a behind the scenes. I recommend for anybody to watch it. Um, because it's very interesting just to see how they the, the sets are built. And all the sets are in this like round room. So it's very interesting how they do some of these outdoor scenes um, in this like 3D kind of like like dome um, soundstage. It's like awesome though. Um, when I was watching some of the outtakes and some of the excerpts, it was uh, it was on there. So, <clears throat> so it's just the greatest thing in the world to watch behind the scenes stuff. Um, literally the the greatest uh, the greatest thing to watch right now. If you want to watch anybody wants to watch something interesting. Uh, if you have Disney Plus, go on there and watch the little excerpts or the shorts on how they were building uh, Disneyland. That I watched that little Disney Presents thing. It was pretty fucking interesting. Um, and if anybody knows the background of Disney, like the secrets and stuff that they kept trying to build the park, it was it's unbelievable. And watching all that is just is just hilarious, especially because it's all in black and white. Um, but yeah, other than that, the uh, <clears throat> the The Witcher, um, The Witcher is a great series so far. Um, it's very interesting on the transition. I like Henry Cavalier. I like him as Superman. So when I see him, it's like, oh, here's Superman with white hair <laughs> and yellow eyes. Um, it's like badass Superman. If it's like if Superman and like um, Storm had a child, this is what it would look like. Um, but yeah, and it's just it's very interesting to kind of see the interactions where it's not a video game; it's actually being played out in front of you instead of you actually having to play and make the choices and the decisions and pray to God you make the right ones. Um, but it's it's very interesting, so I'm I'm excited that they announced a second season for that um, because it is just it's it's fucking awesome. It just draws you in. Um, but that's like a lot of shit. If you like something or if you're interested in something just a little bit, you start watching something, you get sucked in. It's like YouTube. How many times do you watch YouTube and you fucking start with like the I don't know how many people do it. I don't start with the cutesy cat videos. Um, I start with things like, you know, um, amazing trick shots or, uh, drag races. I love when, um, I watch these drag race videos where guys are just destroying their fucking cars. Um, because, you know, some of these machines, they just don't respect. Um, I like the guys who respect their vehicles and do shit the right way, but the idiots that don't. And that's what I like. Like, I watch these guys like destroy their fucking rip front ends out, go hit curbs because they're going too fast. Um, do donuts in the middle of the street, hit, hit their buddy's car. Um, but that shit's fucking hilarious. So, and then I get thrilled into like, Oh, here's, you know, 13 places you should never go. Or, um, you know, they fucking, they just found proof that the Loch Ness monster like is, you know, what, whatever, an alien fucking spacecraft. Uh, Bigfoot is really a fucking, you know, 
uh, a government spy and just weird shit like that. Uh, but it's like it draws you in. And that's, if you like it, you're interested in it. So you kind of get do get sucked in a little bit. Um, but it's just really, it's really fucking cool how there's, these series are coming out. They're trying something different. And here's another one. It was a video game first. Um, it was a video game and it was a no, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase it. Rewind. It was a novel first that, um, they turned into a video game series. The video game series is really popular. And now they came out with a television series or streaming series. Um, you, you got really good acting in it. Um, it's, um, very interesting how they describe the worlds, the costumes, um, the, the politics in the, in the show, uh, how certain races are portrayed and looked down upon and just like the, the hatred between what these people don't like. Here's a guy who's fucking fighting monsters because that's what the Witcher does. And the fucking people hate him. But when they need a monster removed, oh, they, he's fucking the best thing next to sliced bread. But he literally gets fucked over left and right because uh, apparently whatever the Witcher is or however the Witchers are created, they are some kind of mutant, basically. And they throw the word mutant around a lot in the, in the show. Um, the Witches are the same way. It's literally like the Witches and Wizards are like these fucking, you know, uh, the fucking first episode, or first or second episode, he walks into a village, he meets with the fucking mage in the village, and the fucking, he, he walks into his garden, and there's naked women tending this guy's garden. It, fucking hilarious. Like, I was like, oh, great. And, of course, you're waiting, like, okay, where's the gratuitous sex scene? Um, you know, and it's just like, that's literally what you expect now when you see that shit. But, listen, it, it's not like that through the whole fucking show, so, which is, is a relief. Um, everybody knows I like Lucifer, so that's just, I love that Netflix picked it up and they can do so much more with it. Um, I will not spoil anything from season, from season five so far. Uh, you gotta watch it, uh, because the minute the fucking second half of the season drops, I am ruining the first couple episodes for everybody. So, uh, cause there's a lot of shit in that I wanna, I'd love to talk about, but unfortunately, um, I don't want to ruin it for anybody because that's just not cool. Um, but then you have other things in the world, like, um, like I talked about, let's say, talked about the masks, uh, people driving by themselves, which is just hilarious. I don't know how many fucking cars, even today I saw it this morning, I'm fucking driving, going to get coffee and fucking past like seven people in their cars by themselves, by themselves, windows up, mask on. I'm going, you don't have to drive with the mask on in your car when you're by yourself or even when you're with like a friend or something, unless they have COVID, um, I don't get it. And it's not just old people. That's the funny thing. Like, I figured it would be all these elderly motherfuckers. Because, of course, I when it's not summertime, which the summer's over um, for tourists. Now it's a local summer. Um, it literally is a shitload of old people. And you would figure all the old people would have the masks on driving by themselves and shit. No! No! I don't know how many fucking people I see probably... I would say 20, the ages 20 to 75 are in their fucking cars by themselves wearing a fucking mask. 
I love the women who I love the fucking women that I've seen lately because I've only seen it from women really. They have the mask on on their chin and they're smoking a cigarette in their car. I'm like, you're defeating the purpose. If you're going, like, just take the fucking mask off. Like, holy shit. Are we that fucking stupid that we need to to fucking educate people on... There should be signs when you start your car up. Please remove your mask before driving. You're by yourself. Um, unless you have passengers who may have COVID. Then you may you have the right to wear a mask. Um, but I think it, it's fucking hilarious. I just, I drive around, I see these people, and I'm like, oh, motherfucker, like, why? Why the fuck do you still have it on? Once you leave your location of whatever it's in, and the other funny thing is, now, I have a reusable mask. I have four of them. I have four reusable masks that I I use. These people are using the same fucking surgical mask over and over and over and over and over again. And they're disposable. They're literally one use. When you're done with them for that day, you throw them the fuck out. I've seen some people who have the same mask from fucking March. And it's fucking disgusting looking. Like mine, I bring in once a week and wash. So, you know, I literally make sure that Okay, I'm going to do fucking laundry of, like, my hats and my jackets tonight, so I'm going to also wash my masks, because I have to. And, you know, we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy, for the most part. Um, Indoor dining, 25%. Outside stuff, 150 people maximum. That's in in this area. Um, A lot of places are still doing outdoor dining. A lot of places which sucks have closed. Um, Due to COVID, um, we lost... Uh, we lost Think Geek, which I fucking love that store. Um, you know, and it, it's just bullshit because, and they use the COVID excuse, but it's just like, no, you just didn't want to pay the fucking rent anymore for the location. Um, but it's just like, it, it's, it's ridiculous on how this is fucking going. You know, they, I, that drove me nuts. Like the mall reopened and yeah, Think Geek's closing six days later. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, Cool thing is, I did buy a small mini Galaga machine. Now, not mini like the mini tiny keychain ones. No, I bought one that's like, it's like fucking two feet tall. It's about 24 inches. Um, And it's pretty cool. I've actually plugged it in. USB charger. uh, Powers on. Makes all the fucking cool arcade sounds and shit. When it starts up, it's like an actual arcade cabinet. Um, So, it's pretty fucking awesome. I like retro shit, nostalgic stuff. Um... Because, hey, listen, I grew up in the 80s. We had fucking arcades. Yeah, I had an Atari at home. I got the Nintendo when it came out because I begged and pleaded for it. Um, but I didn't get it till my birthday. Actually, no, I got that for Christmas um, the year it came out. Um, and my mom worked at Caldor at the time. And, uh, yeah, Caldor, blast from the past, Caldor. Um, if, for nobody who knows, I, if you're over if you're over 30, you might know what Caldor is. But for anybody younger than 30, you don't know, Caldor was a department store like Bradley's. And Caldor was usually either in a strip mall. It was usually the anchor store in a strip mall. Or it was in the mall. It was attached to the mall. It was a store in the mall like Boscov's or Macy's or JCPenney's or what used to be Sears. Um, but Caldor was one of the big stores. Bradley's was like Kmart, which was just, it was a freestanding location 
but it was like fucking, they had everything. It was like Walmart. Bradley's was like Walmart. Good comparison. Um, minus the food. Bradley's, I don't think, I don't remember if they had food or not. Um, but yeah, Caldor was like the shit. So my mom worked for Caldor at the mall. And when the Nintendos came in um, for Christmas, she pulled one. And at the end of her shift, she bought it uh, for my Christmas gift. It was fucking awesome. I Duck, Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers. Legend of Zelda fucking rocked. Um, but yeah, I, I literally, I had the Atari first. Um, my dad had ColecoVision um, at his house. Um, so like I would go over there, me and my dad would play like fucking Coleco. I'd be home, I'd play Atari. Um, and then I would, uh, I got my first computer when I was like seven. Um, I had a Commodore 64. That, that thing was like awesome. Flop, big floppy disks. And I used to steal my Atari controllers, my Atari joysticks, to plug into the computer to play video games. Um, which is great, because it's the only way I could play Pac-Man. Um, and a couple other games, like 720 and Skater Die and all that good shit. But we're missing that nostalgic thing for the most part from people. Um, I know people who, they'll, they'll get full-size cabinets and they're bringing out those retro, the retro arcades, which is fucking cool as shit. But I, I can't, if I'm going to spend $300 on something, I want a full-size fucking cabinet. And that's the problem, is, is that if I'm going to spend like $360, I want like a full-size like fucking arcade cabinet. Not like the micro, the, the the half cabinets that they have, but you can make it bigger if you buy the pedestal for it. It's like, motherfucker, just make it full size. Make it full size, sell it for three fifty. people will buy it. But, no, I mean, I've seen the, I've seen the multi ones. I know people who build them. They're not hard to build. There's actually patterns online where you can actually build your own arcade cabinet with a flat screen TV, a like shitty ass old computer and some software. Um, I know some people build, have built the mini, there's mini ones you can build for like an iPad where the controls work. Um, just like a regular arcade cabinet, only there's a lightning plug that enables the control so you can actually use it. Um, and then I've seen people who've built full size ones. I've actually helped with a couple. Um, but it's awesome because you can fucking play like every single fucking arcade game they ever fucking made. Um, but I like the old school ones where if, if I had the fucking room in my fucking bunker, um, I would totally have one. Um, I think I would get the pool table first because I like to shoot pool. Um, so yeah, but literally it is fucking, I, I love the old school arcade games. Um, I love arcades. I love when I get a chance to go to an arcade and just fucking just go play some of the old video games like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong and um, Miss Pac-Man and Spy Hunter. The old Spy Hunter rocks. But we're losing touch with a lot of the nostalgic shit now. Um, anybody wants a good time and they're ever in Jersey and Asbury, the pin and if the Pinball Museum is still open... Go check it out. Um, if you like pinball, I I'm, I grew up with it. Uh, my mom was a big pinball pinball junkie. Um, they have every fucking pinball machine ever made, um, and they're free. So like, you go in there, you pay. I think it's like ten dollars or twenty dollars. Um, and the end of the night, me and my friend went. It was like you paid tw we paid twenty bucks a person. 
till they closed. And it was fucking awesome. We were playing pinball for like fucking like six hours. It was fucking great. Um, you know, but it's just these things where, you know, pinball machines and all this shit. I see them, people have them on sale on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace and just at, fuck Amazon. I've seen them sold for on uh, eBay. Um, it's just great that there are people out there who have them that that are trying to buy them, restore them. And keep them up and running. But it's just great to go sometimes to the old classic arcade. And you hear all the sounds and the smells and just everything. Like, it's just one of those things where if you've never experienced an arcade before. um, And not Chuck E. Cheese. Like, Chuck E. Cheese is like fucking little kid shit. I'm talking about like an old school arcade with skee-ball machines and air hockey tables and pinball machines and old school arcade machines. Like, that's what you got to experience. If you want to experience, like, classic gaming at its best, try to find an old arcade, even boardwalks. Um, you know, I mean, in Jersey, we have two... We have... this three big boardwalks here besides Asbury, which is just a boardwalk with Convention Hall and the Pinball Museum. There's two amu- There's three amusement boardwalks. So you have Point Pleasant Boardwalk, which is Jenkinson's Pier, you have Seaside, which used to have three piers, but now it only has one pier because of Superstorm Sandy, um, and and the fire, um, and the well, I mean they've had multiple fires a couple of these, but they recently it's been Superstorm Sandy took all three pier, took two of the three piers out, um, and then the fire really did the second pier in really good, and then um, they only have one pier left, but the arcades are all still there, and they're all old school arcades. So yeah, they have the claw games and the prize games, and but they have the pinball machines and the arcade machines, um, and it's just great to go in there and just drop a couple of quarters in and play these some of these old fucking classic games. It's just one of those nostalgic things. So like, if you have kids, take them to experience a real arcade, not Chuck E. Cheese where they're gonna win prizes for playing or points for playing. You wanna do that? Take them play skee ball, you know. Um, but yeah, these old school arcades are, are are phenomenal. And it's just, it's great to fucking go into these places. And that was the greatest thing about today. Like I, I went this morning, I went for a walk down the uh, down the boardwalk. And I walked up on the boardwalk, the beach, took some pictures. Um, there's It's like I said, local summer. So locals who still aren't back to work yet or are off, took vacation now. They're at the beach. It's a nice day out today. It was like beautiful. There's guys surfing, people fishing. Wasn't that crowded, but the arcades were open. So the minute we was walking down, walking down further, you hear the old sounds of the arcades, the pinball machines, the 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 people playing air hockey and shit, and and it's fucking awesome. Um, but it's like that nostalgic feeling, like it makes you, it's like that warm and fuzzy feeling. <laughs> but that that's pretty much like one of those things you got to do at some point. Um, because pinball is always, you know, if you never tried it, just do it, do it one time, drop 50 cents in a dollar and whatever the machine is, but just try it. If you can find an old school pinball machine before all the digital shit and all the, like the fancy, fancy stuff, do one of those, which are only going to cost you a quarter. Um, and just have a fucking blast. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, but like I said, don't take my word for it. Fucking go out and try it yourself. Um, I mean, I remember when pizzerias used to have fucking arcade machines in them and pinball machines. 
Um, corner stores used to have that shit too. It was the best way to get us to fucking spend money on candy. Um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, let's see what else. Um, Lego released the Brickheads, Mandalorian, and the Child uh, sets, which is pretty cool. I actually went out and bought them. It was like 20 bucks. Um, took about maybe 30 minutes to put together. Uh, but it's really, it's really cute. It's the, uh, it's the child in his little pod, um, and the Mandalorian. And it was, uh, it was pretty fun to put, put both of them together. Um, looking forward to a lot of the shit coming out and talk about video games right now. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 dropped the re- remake or remix is there. I think they're calling it remix. Um, HD graphics, it's just nostalgia at its best since we're on the nostalgia topic. Um, it's great. It's, it's the original games remastered boards, completely redone for the most part. Um, warehouse is all spruced up. Like it looks, it looks awesome. Um, I've been playing it nonstop because it's just been fucking amazing. Uh, waiting for squadrons to drop, um, in October. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out uh, next month. Looking forward to that. The Avengers game is pretty good. Um, I haven't gotten the multiplayer aspect of it yet. I'm just trying to complete the storyline because I wanted it was a completely original story that they did for the Avengers game, um, and you can actually co-op with people, which is kind of cool. Where you can start a mission and bring other people into the mission with you. Um, like an open open lobby kind of thing, which is a, a, a nice change of pace where you're not playing against other people. You have to actually cooperate with people. Um, good with friends, but you can do randoms. You can bring random people in. Um, so that's a great idea. The only thing is, parents, you got to watch out for kids. I haven't dropped anybody in yet or dropped into anybody's matches or uh, boards to help them out. Um, but yeah, it's literally one of those things where it's, you got to just test it out for yourself. Um, other than that, the, uh, squadrons is coming out. I am psyched for that shit. Um, star Wars squadrons, uh, five on five dog fighting shit VR ready. Um, yeah. And it's cross platform. So PC can play with. Xbox and PS4. Um, what's better than that? Like, we need to do that with more games because this whole yeah, I have a PlayStation. I do have some friends who have Xbox. Yeah, I have an Xbox too, but um, I don't really like playing games on the Xbox, and I don't want to pay for a separate subscription to play with my friends on the Xbox. So we really gotta get more game carriers on board with this shit. I like that Need for Speed is doing it. Um, the other great thing is this past weekend was Community Day. Um, hope everybody got their uh, their um, fucking uh, Porygons and Porygon 2 and uh, the third Evolution Porygon Z um, and Shinies. Uh, October's Community Day, if anybody doesn't know, is Charmander. I am fucking excited because I want a second shiny Charizard um, because they're black, um, which is awesome. I like how they're doing the Mega mega Evolutions now. Um, that's interesting. I just did one today for the first time. I did the Beedrill I had, um, which is pretty cool. And I did the shiny one, so it was like all really, really cool. Um, 
No recipes this week because uh, I'm starting back up. I will, with the next episode, which I'm going to go back to recording on Sundays, um, going to go back to dropping a recipe for everybody. I do have a couple lined up. I just didn't want to do one today because I, I recorded an episode uh, on Tuesday. I didn't like it. I didn't like how it sounded. It was like super negative and super depressing. Um, so literally that's not what I'm about. And it was a lot of bitching in the beginning. Um, you know, because shit, life fucking happens, things happen. And some people are just fucking assholes, but I I decided not to upload that one. I might upload it eventually, um, and, and get it rolling, but, uh, it might be like a garbage episode where I just throw it up in like archives or whatever (laughs) for people to listen to and just tell me, you know, you fucking suck because you bitched a whole hell of a lot and didn't fucking, you weren't funny. And, um, yeah, but so this is, this is literally just, I'm, I'm getting back. I'm back. And, and that's what this is. This is, this is the episode of the I'm back. Um, we're going to get this shit fucking going again. Strong. Um, we're going to all be fucking safe and we're all going to wear our masks when we can try not to fucking just, just everybody's got to be nice to everybody else. Cause we're all in this shit together, no matter how much we fucking hate other people. And trust me, folks, I fucking hate a lot of people. Uh, you, we really have to, you, you have to do two things. One, you have to think about it this way. You have to think about yourself and I always tell people, don't put yourself first. You never put yourself first. Put others before yourself for two reasons. One, um, whenever you do it, believe it or not, eventually it will come back to you and and be a good thing. Secondly, you don't want to be that asshole. Um, you really don't want to be that asshole that gets put on Facebook or on fucking YouTube as, hey, look at this jerk off. He's fighting with these fucking people about wearing a mask, blah, 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 blah. I fucking hate the people that do that shit, and I really hate the people who, who the ones that were recording them are even worse, because you're literally snitching on people, and you're fucking their lives up, but that I'll save for another episode, because I have a theory on social media, nobody really wants to fucking hear it, but I'm going to talk about it, because it is going to be an encompassing episode about just social media and really but um once in a while we all need to unplug i needed to do it 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 took 60 days listen sometimes you just need to recharge um sometimes you need to fucking just think about things and sometimes shit happens in life that you got to say listen i need to take a step back from the world i need some me time um i know this is me time this is therapy as i've said before um and it's just a way to fucking poke fun at everybody. Um, I, I appreciate you guys for listening. I'm very thankful that you are listening. I hope your families are all well. Um, anybody does want to drop, um, drop me an email. If you play Pokemon Go, shoot me a message with either your... Well, shoot me a message with your trainer number in it on the webpage. So the webpage is in inthemindofmadness.com. Go on there, hit the feedback button, uh, hit the drop us a line button, drop me a drop me an email with your fucking Pokemon Go ID. I'll add you. Um, I send out gifts every fucking day to everybody on my fucking friends list. 
So if you jump in and you're from wherever, Ireland, France, Germany, uh, Australia, which Australia guys, I, I really hope you guys are doing okay with those fires, man. Um, it, it's fucking crazy. Um, California is just fucking burning away. Um, eventually, who the fuck knows? Like, I, I don't think there's going to be anything left to burn. Um, but they got to get that shit under control. You got to give uh, a lot of those people credit who are out there fighting those fires. Um, it, this this year's been a fucked up year, and we've been running around joking about like fucking what what level of what level of here i'll leave up everybody with this and a good laugh so somebody drop me a line and tell me what the fucking level for jumanji is that we're on right now um i'm mr black this has been another episode episode of in the mind of madness everybody be good be safe remember conquest comics route 9 north in bayville conquestcomics.com um comic statues and all of your um pop culture needs um, you can visit them and they do order online. They also will de- redirect you to their eBay page when they have special auctions going on for all of their comics and their pops and their statues. Um, so go check them out. Um, anyway, like I said, you guys have a good one. Um, be safe and I will check you out this Sunday. Today is September 23rd, 2020. Oh God, I'm so happy this year is almost over because um, we need to reset. And uh, Mr. Black, this has been another episode of In the Mind of Madness, and welcome back, everybody. Thank you.